Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lan or Alana. Today is a little bonus episode. I know it's not Monday. I haven't decided yet when I'm recording this what day I'm going to upload this on, but I decided to do a little bonus episode. It's been a hot sec since we've done a big sis chat series episode and I got quite a few questions on Instagram stories on Mondays. I do a little Q&A, ask me anything on my Instagram and I felt like I wanted to talk a little bit in more depth than Instagram gives me for stories because I don't want to bombard you guys on Instagram stories with answering all these questions. So I compiled some questions that you guys have given me and I thought it would be fun to do a little bonus episode and yeah. So let's get into it. Let's get into the first question. How to handle outgrowing childhood best friends because your lives and values have changed. This is totally normal. It is something that happens with any friendship. It can happen at any point in your life. Sometimes people are there for a season, they're in your life for a reason, or they can be there for a lifetime. But also know that it's totally normal for relationships to ebb and flow and kind of change throughout your life. Like sometimes maybe when you're younger, you're super close with this person and then you get to high school and you kind of grow apart but then in university or after university you kind of reconnect and you're closer and maybe it goes through these waves a little bit that sometimes can happen with relationships and friendships I know I have had some friendships that are like that and it's something that's totally normal and it's something that you shouldn't feel bad or guilty about you have every right to feel upset about it especially if you guys used to be like attached at the hip or anything, but I promise it is something that's not just unique to you and your childhood best friend. Life happens, shit happens, our values change, and you kind of just have to ebb and flow and take it for what it is. I know it sucks. I know you can think maybe you did something wrong, but it's really just an opportunity to make space for people that are in alignment with what you need in your life right now, in this stage, in this era. In this chapter of your life and maybe you'll come back to that person but it's totally okay and totally normal to outgrow your childhood best friends because a lot of the times the reasons how we become friends with these people are either because our parents were friends or 
you went to the same school or you were part of like the same soccer group or dance class or whatever it may be. So it's completely, totally normal and fine. And you just have to take it for what it is. Take it day by day. Don't blame yourself for anything. It's totally normal. And just take this as an opportunity to welcome in people that are going to better serve you and who you can better serve at this moment in your life. Handling anxiety with the fact that I want to do so much, but I feel like I have so little time. I think we all get so consumed and feel like we have to achieve a million one things, especially in our 20s. And I think social media just makes this urge and this desire and these anxious thoughts around not being able to achieve it feel so much greater because we are exposed to so many more people and so many more things and people doing so many more things than we would without social media. Social media kind of just exponentially expedites the process. But just know that you have your own timeline. Everything will happen as it should and when it should. I'm a huge believer of divine timing and kind of just trusting the divine timing of life and knowing that God or a higher power, whatever you believe in, or maybe don't believe in is going to bring you to do the right things at the right time for you. I feel the need and the desire and the want to travel to a million one places but I also know that I'm such a homebody and I'm a creature of habit and I love being at home so I just remind myself of the things that make me feel good and know that in time I will find the time the right time and place to go travel to these locations and it will happen when it's meant to happen and not to get so caught up in trying to do it all at once because I rather be able to do things slowly and really appreciate those moments whether it be activities or accomplishments or travels or any sort of thing. I want to be able to fully experience it. But if you're trying to do everything all at once, your attention can only go to so many different places and you're going to spread yourself too thin. So just know that there is time. You don't have such little time. There's so much time. I know life is short, but at the same time, the amount of time you have in your life is more than enough. So just take with that what you will. Take a deep breath, slow down, and know that the things that you're meant to do, see and experience will happen when they're meant to and to just trust the divine timing of life. How long do you make a guy wait in the... This is so cute. How long do you make a guy wait in the getting to know stage? Heard three months is good. As much as there's all these dating rules online and they're kind of fun, just remember that they're just fun and there's no right or wrong way. There's no black or white thinking when it comes to dating, relationships, friendships. You really just have to go with the flow and see what feels right for you. Three months may be too long for you or maybe it's too short. You really just have to see what feels right for you and that person no one knows your relationship with this person like you each do like you can tell your best friend or your older sibling or whoever as much detail as you want about it but they're not the ones experiencing it interacting with this person so only you know there's no right or wrong so if you want to wait three months with this guy to do anything more to define yourself as anything more then go for it if you want it to be short Shorter, do it shorter whatever you want just like see what it is see how they feel because it's a two-way street a relationship isn't entirely just what you want it's also what the other person wants or doesn't want and just feel it out go with the flow don't put pressure on anything anything that's meant for you won't pass by you and what 
you're meant for won't lose you. How to be okay feeling single. I think this is something that took me a really long time to kind of wrap my head around because I've never had a long-term relationship. I've never had an official boyfriend. I've been in situationships. I've had flings. I've had guys that I'm talking to. I never have had a long-term relationship and that kind of sometimes makes you feel like there's something wrong with you, which is so far from the truth. But what I keep reminding myself is that I don't want to settle for someone just for the sake of having a boyfriend or because I think this person is nice. I want to be with someone who I think could be a great life partner for me, who I want to build a life with and I can see myself building a life with, whose values and morals align with mine, someone that makes me a better person. And i rather be single than to settle for anything less than that. Call me someone who has extremely high standards. I don't care. i rather wait and be single and date myself before settling for someone who isn't going to be it for me, who isn't going to be the end game. Because I don't think there's a point in getting into a relationship for the sake of getting into a relationship. When we think about getting into relationships and marrying and getting into a marriage, you are deciding that you're going to be with that person for the rest of your life. For life, as you know it, you're going to be with this person. So look at being single as this opportunity that's going to be so short-lived and this wonderful time that you're going to be able to look back on and know that you really took full advantage of it. Like stop longing to end it. Like really just enjoy it, be in the moment, enjoy being independent, learn things about yourself, go experience things by yourself, put that energy and love into your friendships and building strong foundations in those friendships so that then when a relationship does walk into your life, you feel like you've satisfied your single era. Like there's nothing wrong with being single. If anything, I think being single is something so powerful and so amazing and it's taught me so much about myself and I've had the opportunity to really go out there and casually date around and figure out what I do and don't want in a partner and put energy into building such beautiful, amazing, healthy friendships with so many people that I feel like are a second family to me. So there's nothing wrong with being single. There's nothing wrong with you. I truly think it is such a beautiful, amazing thing that so many of us take for granted. I want to start running, but I'm scared. How long was your first run? I actually looked at this the other day. I went and scrolled very deep and far into my Nike Run Club app and I believe it was 2.99 kilometers. That was my first run. There is nothing to be scared about. I think the reason why so many of us, myself included, we get scared to start running or to try something new is the fear of failing or being bad at something or feeling stupid or embarrassing ourselves. And I want to just let you know that if you go out on a run in public in the outdoors, no one gives a fuck. No one's looking at you. And if they are, it's for two seconds. And so what? They're probably looking at you and being like, damn, that girl is on a run or that guy or whoever, that person's on a run and they're killing it. Like, I wish I could do that. I mean, that's what I think when I see people running. I'm like, damn, that's impressive. Like they're going so fast or good for them. Like they're out here. They're, they're doing something for themselves. There's no right or wrong way to start running. Literally just start, get a good pair of running shoes, put your headphones in, get on your workout clothes and go out and run. I started running with the Nike Run Club app. I really like their guided runs. That's how I started. Now I'm using the app called Runna, R-U-N-N-A. And they have so many different plans and programs that you can follow no matter where you are in your running journey. But literally just start. Don't think about it. Just put your shoes on and go and you will be so shocked. 
at the beginning, focus more on time over distance. So just like tell yourself, I'm gonna go on a 15 minute run as opposed to saying I'm gonna run five kilometers or five miles. Focus on time for at least like the first month or so and slowly increase it. So say your first run, you're gonna go for 20 minutes and the next one you're gonna do 22 minutes and then 25 and so on and so forth and just go from there. Any advice for someone who wants to start working out more consistently? This is something I covered a little bit in last week's episode or I guess this week's episode because this is a bonus episode but episode 135 I discussed this a little bit basically I really think following a workout plan whether it be a pdf or an app or something that a trainer has made for you is literally the key to success because it lays it all out for you you don't have to walk into the gym or wherever you're going to work out without knowing what's happening it gives you a timeline so you know like okay I'm going to be doing this for six weeks 10 weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it may be. Gives you something to look forward to, something to work towards accomplishing. And it gets you into the rhythm of working out consistently. And it gets you into the rhythm of working out on a schedule almost. Because every week in the program is going to be fairly similar. So then you get used to like, okay, on Tuesdays I do XYZ, on Wednesdays I do ABC, etc. and etc. Workout plans are honestly the one thing that have kept me accountable and consistent throughout my workout journey, my fitness journey, my health journey. Whenever I've decided to go rogue and not use a plan, that's when I've kind of fallen off track. I love workout classes, but at the same time, the only like thing keeping you consistent is if you sign up and the penalty if you don't show or you cancel late. I really like workout plans. I started off with Kayla Cena's BBG. It's a hit workout plan. There's so many different options. Find one that you really like. Find a form of movement that you really enjoy and look forward to and is challenging. If you're forcing yourself to do a form of movement that you really don't enjoy, you're not gonna wanna do it. So pick something that you enjoy, try a few different things out, whether it be Pilates, weights, walks, runs, spinning, riding, I don't know, rollerblading, whatever it may be. It could even be playing sports, like maybe you sign up for like a sports league or something and you meet twice a week and go play a soccer game or something like that. Find something that you truly look forward to, as you and excites you and you'll be wanting to do it more. You want to do the things that you enjoy more frequently. You'll be more consistent with it. And our last question for today is advice on letting a guy down easy. I always like to think of how would I want to be spoken to if the roles were reversed. A compliment sandwich is always a really great thing to do. So start with something good and with something good in the middle, put the criticism, the ending of things, whatever it may be. Be respectful, talk to them like they're another human, talk to them how you would wanna be treated and spoken to. At the end of the day, like when you let someone down, ending things or telling them that you're not interested, you're honestly giving them the benefit of not wasting their time so that they can go out and find someone who is interested in them as they're interested in them someone who they share a mutual interest with i usually would say like you're a great person xyz i love this about that whatever but i'm just not really seeing us as being more than friends or i don't really see this going further sort of thing wishing you all the best or whatever i don't know something like that. It's kind of hard. It's kind of uncomfortable, but just be nice about it. Don't be a bitch. There's no benefit in being a bitch and you wouldn't want a message that was them being a bitch or a dick to you. So that is all the advice for today. I hope you guys liked this little short and sweet bonus episode. Let me know if you want more of these. I think it could be a little fun surprise, like once a month, throw in a little bonus episode sort of thing. And I love you guys so much. We'll chat soon. If you like the episode, make sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 
Spotify. Make sure to subscribe. I love you guys so much and I'll see you on Monday. Bye guys. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.